are you playing? Hello, and welcome to What the Bleep Are You Playing? A podcast where we play a game many times bad and tell you why the bleep we played it. I'm Spider Sean. This is X Thomas and Mason, who's stuck in the water level. And we played... Spider-Man and X-Men in Arcade's Revenge. This game can go to hell. Mason's bad at this game. <laughs> so This game can go straight to hell and never return. We have really introduced, uh, with my last two games, Mason to the uh, Super Nintendo NES era of... Games are hard. They're really hard. Yeah, everyone who's like, oh, video games were better in my day. Shut up! No, they weren't. This so game, this game makes me want to go cry, suck my thumb, and go back to the Xbox One. So as Baby Mason is going to be throwing a tantrum here, Thomas and I will have a discussion. <laughs> this is going to be two people having an intelligent conversation and me screaming in the corner. I want to play. I want to play. I don't. I don't want my dick kicked in. I want safe states. Uh, so I want more than three fucking lives and going back to the beginning. I want. I. Oh man. This game, okay, but, but Mason is known for being really hard. Ma- Mason does have a point. This game is. It's hard to as be, balls. To be blunt, it's very hard. It's very hard. <laughs> it is known for being hard. It is that unforgiving. NES, Super Nintendo, side-scrolling platforming game where it's sometimes... Well, I don't want to say less about skill because it does take a lot of skill, but it's more about having everything memorized and knowing where you're going to get through it. And Uh, look, I'm not saying that if you like these kind of games, that is your cup of tea, that's fine. I have the attention span of a goddamn toddler, so <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not about to spend weeks of my life memorizing this game. Yeah, and I, mean, I got shit. I got stuff to do, man. I can't be memorizing video games. <laughs> so this game came about uh, as two companies, both that made a lot of licensed games, came together to make this game. The game that developed the company that developed it, Software Creations, developed tons of licensed games. Uh, so- we were looking through it. They were they had like six games in '92 alone when this came out. Software Jesus. Creations could just describe any video game developer. Well, it's funny when they became the second uh, after they changed their names, they just became Creations. They dropped the software and made a couple games wow. before uh, <laughs> this game closing is, down. This after- game is a creation by who? Creation. That's what I said. No. And then the. Uh, Publisher was uh, LJN. LJN. There we go. Uh, so that made lots of. Uh, they're they're no they're known in infamy for the amount of license license games. Just a couple oh. off the top of our head: Bill and Ted, uh, the F- Adams Family games, fucking uh, Wayne's Bill World, and Ted. Wayne's World. 
Back to the Future. Any licensed game on the NES that was critically panned, it was usually an LJN game. Yeah, but also, this podcast was founded on the idea of, we need to talk more about licensed games. Yeah, yeah, that was and part so, of it. And, for, and sadly, uh, that also leads us to games like this. So, I don't like this game. Yeah, Mason, Mason's going to be the, the, the Debbie the Downer negative, on this I'm game. I'm the negative Nancy. Uh, I'm the naysaying Nelly. I don't like this game. Fair enough. Because uh, it's hard. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's hard. It's, it, that's why. That's why. But for those of us who can appreciate <laughs> a sophisticated, <laughs> Listen, yeah, it's like it's like a wine tasting. Get it, wine. Uh-huh. Uh, this game. We got a taste of my whining. Is in this This in this game makes people whine, including me. What the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> it, it it does that thing that a lot of NES and Super NES specifically platformers did where they just drop you in and say good luck is it yeah wait, here's the but, game go but unlike things specifically like mega man where each step of those first levels is to like teach you how to play the game without like telling you they're teaching you how to play the game this um just is like hey good luck you have buttons, figure it out. Okay, uh, you brought up Mega Man, and the best way I can use to describe it is, in Mega Man, you pick your level, you play it, and once you beat all six or eight levels, depending on which game you're playing, you go to Wily Castle, where it tests all your abilities at once. This only feels like the Wily Castle, with none of the build-up. Yeah. So. For being Spider-Man and the X-Men... Uh, if you take forever, like we did on the first level, it's like, wow, where are my X-Men at? Where are my X-Men at? I want to play the X-Men. Uh, because the, the first Spider-Man level is you having to run around and disable these Well, it says buttons. Dis- disable, collect, whatever. You're disabling these security cams that the villain Arcade mm-hmm. has set up. Here's, here's, a, uh, here's an accurate description of the first level in this game. That's uh, the first level of this game. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of backtracking. There's a lot of climbing, um, and it, it, it's trying to utilize Spider-Man's abilities: wall climbing, swinging, shooting webs. Uh, and I think legitimately all of those are fine. Like all those abilities that Spider-Man, Spider-Man feels fine. Yeah, I'll, the controls in this game are not the problem. The main problem of this game. And we'll probably talk about it more in depth later. The main problem with this game is the goddamn level design. Yeah. The level design in this game is atrocious. I won't say atrocious, but it's like... It takes... It's so odd, like, mm-hmm. the direction they went. No, I, 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 it I takes even, what is good... I don't even good. find it odd. I just... It's flat out bad. Nah, no, nah, that's... I disagree. But it, it, the thing about it is... It, it, Disagreeing with Mason... Wow, what it, an episode. We've never had this happen before. It's never been a thing. Hello, Van Helsing Part 2. Uh, but the thing about this game is its level design, on the surface, it's not a problem. Like, whatever, you have, especially the first one, you have tubes, you have to go back and forth and go through it. But none of them f- feel like they're actually, it doesn't feel like you're going anywhere with it. Like I, I, I'm going to use Metroid as an example for that has level design very similar to this. Is you'll go down one way and you'll find a dead end. 
Oh, well, I can't get through there. So I'm going to go backtrack. I'm going to go, oh, I got that item. Cool. Now I can go through this area now. That's what it feels like it's trying to be. But without the item collection, without the reward system, without it, it's just kind of... It kind of... It's trying to take what's good about those games without actually doing what's good about those games. It kind of makes me think that what this game probably should have done, what I think it was trying to do was be a full metroidvania yes and you start as spider-man but your power-ups are the different x-men so well i can't get through this wall as spider-man well you find wolverine and he can claw through the wall i can't shoot that fucker as spider-man okay find cyclops he can shoot that guy Mm -hmm. i can't go into the water storm (laughs) yeah the first first storm's first level is just her swimming and um I didn't know we needed Storm as Echo the Dolphin, and I'm pretty sure still at this point we didn't need that. So, I, I mean, a little bit of credit, I guess. I don't know if developers at this time were aware of how much water levels sucked, or at least were aware of how people, how like other people would react to water levels and. Well, they suck. Well, I mean, the internet didn't exist back then. The internet didn't exist. Or it did, but not to I mean, we're also at this point. The modern uh, internet. We're up through. At this point, 92, we're up to Mario Bros. 3 at this point? Would World have come. World had. I don't think World had come out yet. So I looked up Echo the Dolphin. Uh, oh, just okay. to see what year it came out. It came out the same year as this. So, uh, it Echo out, the Dolphin copied X-Men. Yeah, it, it came out the same year as this. December 23rd. Echo the Dolphin came out on my fucking birthday. And a month after this game. So this game truly came so first. This game really did. Echo come. the Dolphin copied this game. Uh, but Sega, call your lawyers. What? But call your lawyers and defend this property you haven't used since the Genesis. <laughs> Echo Dolphin's a very weird game, but that's a completely other tangent. I, I think I think we'll follow up here on Mason's thing. Is I think a lot of this game, and yeah, you don't have the internet, so you don't have as much immediate feedback other than sales and you know what you do in test audience and things like that. But a lot of this game is. You know what uh, you like in games, so we're going to make that. You know, people like backtracking because they get Metroid-type games or, uh, you know, the first Zelda had been out uh, or Castlevania or Mega Man, things like that that do have some backtracking. Oh, but there's no real reward system. Uh, You like powers, cool, but the powers are just kind of there to go through things. They're not necessarily rewarding it. So instead of, if it had just been a straightforward platformer a la mario at that time cool i think i think there's a lot more things but it, it's it's still so much an arcade game that the frustrating part of it is that you don't have a feel of reward honestly you only kind of a lot of times have a feel of dread because there's also not a lot of lives to pick up to help you there is there really are when, when, in certain parts you can get where there are a lot of hearts to help your health Specifically, like the uh, the Cyclops levels and the uh, later on the Spider-Man levels have tons of hearts as you go through it, but they don't have extra lives. So it's like, hey, I die three times and I'm starting over again. Which again, that was a big thing at the time. Arcade type games, not uncommon, but it's something that a few years later we would kind of move past. It's the thing is that the reason a lot of these games were designed back then. 
designed this way back then to be hard as fuck is because they didn't want you beating it in a weekend. Yeah. Because then you could just rent it. Uh, so the reason why a lot of these games are designed as hard as they are is because you can beat this game in like an hour if you're good enough. They didn't want you to be good enough. So they designed the games to kick your fucking ass be- so you couldn't just beat it in a weekend and you had to actually buy it. And a lot of times, now people had big libraries, but again, you know, your average person had four, five, six, seven games. So when you chose a game, you were going to stick with it for quite a while. Yeah, so... you. <laughs> So what you're saying is is that uh, video game developers at this time actively hated uh, game rental stores. I mean, not necessarily because they made money off of it, but you yeah, want, I mean, you did want them to not, buy it. Not despised, but not exactly loved either. Because there's a so. lot of like this element of now is like we, when we get bigger and games would expand and and stories would be being told, and you're you're sitting and especially you know games with saves, and you're sitting down and playing uh, big expansive stories things. You know, whether it's, you know, big things like RPGs like Final Fantasy or Star Ocean or uh, Fantasy Star or Dragon Quest in Japan. Or you would have things like Mario games on the Super Nintendo World, Yoshi's Island, or the Donkey Kong Country games. You're not sitting down and usually beating those in one afternoon unless you're just, you know, stupid good. And even then, you probably weren't when you bought it. So, like, you might rent those games to try out. But a lot of these sort of games, you're not necessarily... If you're renting to try out, you're probably not going to buy it afterwards uh is, is is a lot of it so there's that aspect of this early time that like rental you're, you're renting or you're playing arcade games to sit down with your friends and play quickly and things like that whereas you're not necessarily the longevity is in how hard they are and so thomas is right it's not even necessarily just rent. It's, it's that's how you expand a one hour game into people playing it for you know 50, 60, 70 hours of their, you know, uh, of their, their yeah. time. It's something that we've thankfully moved past to a certain extent where the games were artificially long and artificially hard. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. which is the best way I can kind of describe this game. It's not hard in a sense where it's satisfying to beat. Yes. It's artificially hard because they just throw so much shit at you. It's not ghosts and goblins bad or whatever, but it's one of those things where, you know, in other games, you know, uh, say the first Castlevania, that game is hard as the dickens. But Mm. once you beat it, you get like this fist pump feeling like, yeah, I did it. This game, I more just felt kind of a sigh of relief Mm -hmm. whenever. Or or even something like we just played, Battletoads and Double Dragon. Hard game. Battletoads is hard, but you do feel a sense of accomplishment when you beat things. And also because their multiplayer aspect, the team-up aspect of, okay, we're going to do this together, that because you had Spider-Man and the X-Men, if one of people was playing Spider-Man and one was X-Men and you were going through levels, I think there is something that actually may have been more rewarding for how hard it is. Yeah, it's it's odd this wasn't a beat-em-up because... Yeah, platformers were a big superhero thing, but beat 'em ups were the really bi- big, especially arcade be- styles. Yeah, 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 the the big superhero games, like, I mean, to be fair, not maybe some of them weren't out at this time. I haven't looked it up, but like Spider Man, Maximum Carnage, uh, the X Men arcade game. Mm-hmm. Well, I uh, mean, Maximum Carnage is the studio made this a couple years later. The same studio that made this game made Maximum Carnage, which is a great game. So yeah, you think about it when you're like, wow, they made Maximum Carnage, so. The game they made before was Spider-Man's a beat-em-up. It's not. Yeah. So. Huh. Uh, what, what year did he say this, this one? 92. 
Okay, so this was uh, the X Men arcade game was also uh, ninety two, but it was uh, it was March. So yeah, X Men arcade. So they probably would have been developing January. Again, January again Japan, games for the Super Nintendo NES did not have a long development cycle sometimes. No, so at, that's at why long, a studio could you know crap out six games in a year. Yeah, um, there was. I, I think we were past that by the, this point. The longest development cycle for the SNES uh, that I can think of. There are some that were probably longer, but the longest one I can think of was six months. Mm-hmm. I mean, wow. I think Final Fantasy VI, albeit again nearing the end of the SNES cycle, was so a really year pushing. or so long. So really Super pushing. Mario RPG, I, I know, had a long development cycle. Uh, so RPGs sometimes, but those are also games that you're going to spend 25, 30 hours playing the actual game uh, and not like, you know, an hour. Not to say that this game was not was designed shoddily or quickly. It's to say that like you're designing more of a bigger world in those ones versus you know contained. What is this? Ten levels. Let's see. There's the the beginning and the end with Spider-Man. So twelve levels five. then. Yeah. Yeah, because five, two, ten. Yeah, twelve levels. Uh, it, it's it's. It, it, it isn't is it artificially expanded is kind of the best way to describe this yeah. uh, in terms of its its hard level uh, its level of difficulty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I don't think this game is atrocious or anything, no. but I do kind of feel bad for like you know little kid loves Spider Man the animated series loves X Men the animated series decides buy this with its allowance money and just gets kicked in the balls. Yeah, <laughs> so. but also I think. And we'll get to this when we get to the final uh, final questions, a lot of it. But I do think that this is very fitting in that era that people, like, this is what you sought out a lot of times. It wasn't until later that you're like, oh, yeah, they can be more, you know, things like when you had, like, Mario World, which, you know, I mean, Mario they're, they're more rewarding, things like that. Yeah, I mean, Mario World did come out before this. Was it? Okay, was it out before it was- in Japan, it was 1990. North America, 1991. Okay. Australia, 1992. Okay, so Mario World had come out. So, but that that is that that sort of thing that that is, that changed. But I guess we're still a year. The, the game changing until what? It's, Donkey Kong was 94, I believe. So, so it's it's also is when the game really changed. It's also Nintendo mm-hmm. did make this. Nintendo made uh, Mario World, mm-hmm. and they knew their system. And they also probably weren't making like six games a year. Yes, this studio was so. That does do a whole I, lot. I don't think this, like I said, I don't think this game's atrocious. I don't think it's god awful, but it I is do. one of those things where there's definitely those flaws, and you mm-hmm. definitely see them. So uh, before we jump into some of the other stuff on it, uh, I'll bring up and talk about one of the things that I really do love about this game. I really like the art style. I love oh, the way. Looks, I love the way. Great. I love the way it looks. Uh, you know, again, '92, so you know things like I like Spider-Man's look. Uh, Wolverine only has two claws, but I really like the kind of like the color choices they made for him. Uh, I, Cyclops actually, I like the way he looks. Gambit is fine, but it's it's, it's the animated series Gambit, and I'm not yeah, always as in love of the animated series. It's mostly the animated series designs, except for Cyclops has a bunch of white on his costume mm-hmm. for some reason, which I kind of liked. I kind of dug it. Yeah, like, and, it, he's and a lighter Wolverine. color, and I kind of like like that than the, like the really dark blue that he consistently is. And then Wolverine. Uh, instead of his yellow tights, they gave him his brown ones. Which mm-hmm. I I like I like his brown uh, colors a bit more. But mm-hmm. Wolverine, my favorite color for Wolverine is the orangeish color that when they put him in that orange look, like Evolution. Yeah, Evolution. That's one of my favorite. That brown, dark brown, orange is one of my favorite looks for it, Wolverine. It, it's it's a it's a great looking uh, game, but at the same time, it's like being punched in the face by 
an attractive person. Yeah, they're attractive, but you're mad because they're punching you in the face. You're not saying thank you? Can I have another? No. You're bullshit. No. <laughs> <laughs> May I have some more, please? Um, well, Didn't expect to get called out like that. <laughs> but let's, uh, let's go ahead and jump into the gameplay here first. I know we've talked about a little bit of it, but... <laughs> the target was lined up. I just had to <laughs> But it said 12 levels. Your first level is a Spider-Man level where you're doing those two things. And then you have two levels with each X-Men character that you can select, which is cool that you don't have to go in a particular order. Uh, Again, probably attempting to do something Mega Man did. Yes. Uh, This game feels very much like, oh, Mega Man and Metroid and Castlevania. It kind of feels like that's where it took a lot of its inspirations from. Uh, But... Uh, you can then choose to each of the X Men have two levels, and you, you know Wolverine, Gambit, Storm, uh, Cyclops, Cyclops, and then Spider Man has two Cy- levels. Cyclops, which, by the way, they call him Slim in this game, which, which then, was really weird for all of us because we were like, "Wait a minute, when has yeah, he ever like, been like, called Slim?" When's this motherfucker been called Slim? Turns out, oh, <laughs> turns out that was his original name. It was Slim Summers, and then in issue three, they're like, "Actually, it's Scott." Slim Summers. Right. You think think Scott made that name up himself, or was it given to him in high school or something? It feels like something. X-Men Academy. It's like, hey, Slim. Oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Then he tried out for a couple of weeks. He's like, yeah, everybody call me Slim. Call me Slim. That'll be cool. And they're like, no. And he's like, you're right. It's not cool. I'm sorry. Two weeks later, he's like, why did I ask for that? (laughs) Uh, But. I do think this is something, while, again, it's still really hard, it is really cool, that legitimately every every character then has a very different type of level. Like, mm-hmm. they'll kind of rotate through it in, in, in kind of what you're targeting in a lot of ways, but every character does feel different, uh, yeah, which is, it is hard to do. It, it, Super Nintendo games, that is very hard to do in this sort of yeah. thing, and so, like, that, mm-hmm. that is a credit here that they did put a lot of effort into each character. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's fair. It's, it is one of those things where Spider-Man, his abilities are only three buttons. Like, I pressed the A button God knows how many times, and <laughs> it didn't do a thing. But Spider-Man can sling web, and he can shoot web from his wrist like a projectile, and he can jump. There you go. And he can climb up walls. Yeah, but that that's not a button. That's just a thing he, Yeah, he I know. Do. He's just exceptionally sticky boy. He can, he can, he can swing on webs. Not while jumping, though. Yeah, that that, annoying. that's that probably weird. my most frustrating thing in of, terms of the game. In terms of the gameplay, is that well, as, I, I, and, and it just and just from a design idea, I know that maybe is harder to institute at the time, but like Spider-Man not being able to shoot web, uh, either you know, shoot his swinging web while falling. Yeah. Maybe that's just something that they just couldn't get coded in, and it was the early coding that just didn't work. I don't know, but it just feels like something that you could still do at this time. It's just one of those things where it's weird, because from a character perspective, Spider-Man misses his first... Spider-Man accidentally slips off his web, and instead of shooting another one, he just does the guess I'll die meme. Yeah. There's also the element of, like, uh, from a platforming mechanic, being able to jump over gaps and be able to swing you could actually widen the gaps you could do more with it it just feels like something that would fully round out the the character uh in the game that just just kind of feels lacking 
And maybe yeah. it's just, again, it, it, it's 92. Maybe it's just something they couldn't program in at that time or whatever. It just felt a little weird considering that a lot of the Castlevania specifically at the time stuff felt like you could do all those sort of things with yeah, it. And or Metroid, definitely. Yeah, and especially, I, I only bring up that Spider-Man doesn't use his four abilities because it feels like every other character does. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, I was, I picked Wolverine next because I'm a whore. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> Thomas would have picked Wolverine first if he could have. Oh, if I could have. Yeah, absolutely. But, uh, I I spent years I'm like I he had a uppercut, he had a strike and he had a jump and I'm like, "Well, where's his claws?" Turns out it's the A button and I'm like, "Well, now wait a minute. Why doesn't Spider-Man get anything with the A button?" Yeah, that was that was weird. Uh Wolverine has his claws. Uh he, you attack uh, a lot of characters. He ha- he does not have any projectile. Uh, Which it's Wolverine, I Which, can't. yeah, but like all the other characters had a projectile, so I, it, you know, there's part of thought that maybe he'd throw something in, you know, pull out a gun and just, you know, shoot people. <laughs> uh, Wolverine just packing. Uh, but, uh, so it's a lot like, of... It's like Wolverine standing in front of himself, he's like, I am you, and you are me, and this is a gun. <laughs> the, uh, lo- from the level designs, Wolverines are all up close, you're running, you're attacking things. Uh, killing clowns. Killing clowns, which is my nightmare. Because he... Because for some reason, each uh, character has a theme. Spider-Man's is city. Gambit's is gambling. Uh, Cyclops's is mines, for some reason. Yeah, it was mines, yeah. Storm's is, again, underwater, which is weird as hell. And Wolverine's is circus. I don't see the relationship between any of those, except maybe Gambit's and Spider-Man's. Not just circus, but like demented toy factory. (laughs) Yeah, because there were, like, like, gangsters coming out of uh, Jack and the the Boxes. It's Jack and the Gangster. And then in the second level, which we watched a bit of because we're not good enough to beat the level, uh, we watched it, though, so we could see it there. You're running from Juggernaut, and, like, the clowns will pop up, and, like, they'll pop through the walls, and it's just like, what? Who? Like, like, it's creepy. It actually, I think, as far as, like, look-wise, looks cool. There's, it's one of those things, I kind of wish there was a bit more story in this game. Yes. Not enough, but like maybe a little bit of cutscenes so they could explain the relationship. Because I think it'd be very funny if with Wolverine, Arcade was deliberately trying to fuck with him by putting him in like the the cutesier mm-hmm. levels so it's like the so it's like batman in the lego movie where it's like i hate this place so. <laughs> yeah there, there is kind of like that 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 element missing that the, again these sort of studios didn't really do a whole lot of story stuff with no, these games i i'm not expecting mm-hmm. it but it, i'm just saying it would be kind of funny it would have been funny yeah, if there was a little bit more the only cutscenes in the game are uh, the beginning one with Spider-Man, and I'm guessing there's one at the end. But yeah, I look it up. We're not good enough to see that. <laughs> oh, there was also arcade in the dungeon. Oh yeah, in the dungeon. Oh, that's right. The, that's right. Holding the X-Men in the in his, holding his the dungeon. X-Men hostage, which look this game nerfs Storm really bad because at the same time. I'm looking, and all of the X-Men. I'm like, literally, all of them could get out of there. Yeah. I mean, I'm guessing it's like one of those things where the, when they try to use their powers, they get electrocuted like a cartoon or something. But Wolverine, not to be blunt, has a healing factor. He could literally just rip his hand off. Cyc- Cyclops could turn his head, shoot. 
Storm can control the weather, and Gambit can literally just touch them and they explode. So it's like <laughs> all these motherfuckers can get out. Yeah, this yeah. game does not need to happen. Clearly, they me. just wanted to go into this toy, this weird. So it's it's less of like I hate this place. More like let me go back to the demented clown world. I need to face my nightmares. Logan just needs to get some aggression out by killing the clowns. <laughs> uh, I Is that think not how you get your aggression out by killing clowns. Not exactly. No. The rest of the characters have different uh, projectiles. Gambit throws cards, which was really cool. Like, the Gambit level, you're running from, like, an Indiana Jones-esque boulder uh, and throwing cards at enemies uh, with the platforming. Honestly, cool. I actually, like... Again, if I didn't die so quickly and then immediately have to play that Spider-Man level again, I probably would have played the Gambit level a bunch. (laughs) And gosh darn Spider-Man level. Uh, But... Which... For me, it became like second nature. Yeah, which I guess that's how you memorize that level so well. Is because you were well, I died fifty times today. I played that <laughs> Spider-Man level fifty times, so now I know where everything is. Right. Yeah. So I guess maybe if I had an afternoon with this game, I could beat it. But I don't mm-hmm. care. So it is that element. It's one definitely one of those that like if you get good at it, you're gonna beat it pretty quickly. Uh, it's more a matter of time that you'll beat it. Yeah. Like the, all the memorization, but. I don't know. Again, there's just nothing rewarding to beating it, so I'm like, I, I don't mm-hmm. care enough to. That's fair. So. That's kind of the biggest sticking point for me on that is the reward feeling. Nothing feel like, accomplishing things just feels like, okay, I did that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we mentioned earlier about the controls, but uh, uh, I, I, I personally thought the controls were pretty good, especially for some of these Super Nintendo games. The controls usually they're, don't feel this good. Yeah, uh, so, like, especially in, like, early 90s, uh, non beat 'em ups a lot of times just don't feel <laughs> good. So they're fine. There's again, they're a little clunky, but only when you're Spider Man, mm-hmm. which is weird that he's the main character of the game and he's he's the clunkiest the one that of them. Feels the worst. Uh, the the biggest complaint I'd have with the controls is sometimes not the res- they're just slow responsive. Yeah, like there's things that's just like I'm hitting the button, I'm doing this, but when they work, they all work pretty good. Like everything feels solid. It's just implementing them and uh i just don't like the thing that i don't like about it the platforming is honestly fine in this game platforming no problem the enemies is the annoying part because they they just they're hard to target they're hard to figure out there's no like upgrades that are like oh this is how i beat this enemy mega man-esque type of thing no it's not that it's just their enemies they're hard they're you're having to time things out and as we watched speedrunners and saw there most to beat the game, you don't need to. You just, you're just running through and not fighting the enemies, which is really weird for a superhero game. Yeah. And it's also very weird for, like you said, a Mega Man type game. Yeah, it's this game is odd. Yeah, it's that's the best way I can describe it. I didn't want to die or whatever, but it was just one of those things where I'm like, what an odd game. No, I, I did. It it it, it really felt like it just needed some. Well, tune-ups, but also some form of either reward or multiplayer action that would make it feel better. Yeah, either go full beat 'em up or go full Metroidvania is the way I think. Mm-hmm. It, it's kind I of in that weird in between. The game, like. yeah, it's in that weird in between. Um, but yeah, it it it's a game. It's, uh, a bad, it's, it's a bad game. 
Yeah, I wouldn't. I, again, I, I wouldn't say that because again, I think it's just I, I. It's a game of its time, and that's the biggest thing. Again, like this game was reviewed very well. Sevens across the yeah, board. It's like seven. It fit a lot of what games were at that time. You just you know were negative eleven, Mason. So. <laughs> no, this is more like a three for me. Uh, Thomas uses uses the word odd. I see. I think if it it if it was odd, I it, it does it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like I don't want to say you excuses hate excuses of the explanation that doesn't feel like the right explanation. It's just bad. It's just bad. I disagree. I, it's bad. It's just it's it's a style. It's a style. And there was a time when the style of games and video games in general was, hey, you're gonna grab it and you're gonna beat your head against the wall for hours, and that's that's what you're gonna do. Uh, see, I just don't find that enjoyable. Again, if you had been born in the era and the time and played video, you probably would have found it super enjoyable. Like that's the difference. It's it's an age thing more than anything. I feel like it's a thing where, well, I you know when you, when you were born, the GameCube was coming out. Like that's just mm. that's a, that's a different yeah, level of so things. So it's really interesting just to see the clash of the generations here. As yes. someone who's more in the middle, like I didn't grow up with like uh, these kind of games, but I also didn't grow up with the super polished mm-hmm. games uh, that. You were still in the the PlayStation era where they were in the in between of trying to figure out where things were going. I was like, "This is shit," but it's all I got, baby. Right. <laughs> so it's it's very interesting to just see the mm-hmm. clash of the generations. The yeah, and it, it's one of those that like, it, that, and that's the thing. Again, I'm not probably going to seek out this game very often. I'm not even going to call it a good game necessarily. I think it's a fine game. It is. It, it sets out what it meant to do. It's, it's there's there's a certain and spectrum. It, it, yeah. There's great, good, fine, meh, bad, Jesus. This is uh, more meh for me. Yeah. Like, I, I, again, I didn't hate myself playing it, but it was one of those things where it's like... It's not the fun that Battletoads was. It's, it's that, that. Yeah, Battletoads Double Dragon was fun. There will be other uh, uh, side-scroller games we play that I will consider fun. Mm-hmm. This is one of those where I'm like... Oh, Jesus. It's one that, like, you really have to set out with a certain motivation to want to play this game. Yeah. But But I do think it does get a lot of things right. It does, like, the the characters do, they do get, aside from Storm, which they get Mm. very wrong on a lot of levels. (laughs) But everyone else, they do get a lot of it right. Like, they look good. Their moves all fit. Their movesets fit what they're trying to do. If you're trying to build a platform around it, it all fits. It's just... It's a game of its time, and that's that's kind of what's going to be its biggest sticking point. Is that time passed in like the late in the mid to late nineties? That time ended, and uh, yeah, you know, and we're sitting here in twenty twenty three. Yeah, so. you're, you're, we're sitting here thirty one years later. That time passed. It's it's you know, and it's in that t- style of game wasn't timeless. It wasn't Pac Man. It wasn't Mario. It wasn't well, those arcade games that we think of, Donkey Kong. Uh, uh, Galaga, Space Invaders, those sort of arcade games that like are timeless in playing. So if you didn't play those games in that era, if you didn't grow up on it, uh, I can see why you would be Mason. That is just like, why would I play this game? Which is going to then be a question as we go into you know the next generation, next things like that. What type of games that we're playing now are people going to be like? Why would I play this game anymore? Uh, uh, live service games. That's fair but because still. they because they won't be playable. <laughs> That's like what. Man, bitch, we're still asking that, like, right now. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's... <sighs> Shit, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> Happens. But on this podcast, we like to ask two important questions of every game that we play. 
The first is, and one that I think we've answered in the last little bit, but the first one is, how does this game hold up? Well, no. remember when I put that scale of great to Jesus? Yeah. It's it's on that scale exactly where I said it's meh. I don't think it... It is not a game that I think holds up great or mm-hmm. even that good. No. It holds up, I guess, all right, but at the same time, there's so, it's such a product of its times that That's... it's like... Ooh. That's its big thing. If you, it, it's a thing that if you were in the time, you're gonna play it. You're gonna have no problem. You're gonna be whatever. But it's it's a product of its time. It's one that the industry as a whole kind of passed. And so as I say, that is hard to hold up because it's not going to necessarily introduce new generations to this sort of game. It's not something that people are going to necessarily seek out. And as the older, the, the the younger you get, the less likely it is to hold up. Yeah, it's. So I'm going to say kind of for me because of that, but also acknowledging that like for a lot of the public, this game probably, you know, if a lot of those sites reviewed now, are they going to be a 7 out of 10? No, they no. probably aren't. They're probably looking back and saying it's a 5. Saying it's a 5, maybe even a 4, mm-hmm. depending on how harsh they are. Uh, I mean, I'll be perfectly honest. A lot of times when I think, how does it hold up? I look back at the reviews mm-hmm. and see if they had the problems back then. Yes. They didn't with this one, which is why I say this doesn't hold up as well as, say, X2 Wolverine's Revenge. Because even though I honestly would probably play this one before I play that one, just because it's, also short, a very hard it's game, shorter but... and I'm not screaming my lungs out as much. <laughs> uh, with this one, it was reviewed well because this is what was known at the time. Mm-hmm. Whereas with X2, it uh, the complaints that we have today were the complaints they had back then. So yeah, like, yeah. So yeah, I think this one probably uh, is it. It'll be a pretty much a kind of meh hold up for me. I'm pretty sure Mace is gonna be like, never will hold up, worst ever. Well, they already said no, so <laughs> it's it look it looks fine, but the visuals aren't enough for me to for, forgive it for its crimes. Fair enough. Uh, the second question that we ask on this podcast: Would you like to see a remake or a reimagining of this game in a modern setting? Gee! <laughs> remake, no. No, uh, because I just, I said, this game, the, remaking it means you have to completely change what it is at its core because that game just doesn't get made. Yeah. Could you reimagine this game in a, in, into a more of a different sort of modern type platformer? Sure. Honestly. Do I, I want it? I don't know. <laughs> I feel like Marvel at this point is kind of all over the place with their video games. We have the highs of Spider-Man and the Jesus of Avengers, <laughs> which this game's better than that. So, uh, well, I've never played it, so I can't say. Just trust me. I yeah. Uh, Sadly, I was hyped for that Marvel Avengers game. I wasn't. So imagine my <laughs> imagine my enthusiasm and disappointment when it got bad reviews. I got okay. So odd tangent about the Avengers game. I wasn't hyped for it because I didn't see what everyone else saw in the trailer. And was also like, oh my god, this trailer's great. I'm like, it looks fine. But I got into the hype because more and more people around me were getting hyped for it. And I'm like, okay, it could be good. Then I played it and I'm like, why the fuck? Why did I give it? <laughs> why did I not trust my intuition? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway, a lot, all the games right now have something in common. Big budget. They're AAA. Which it's Marvel, I know you gotta do, but like... We need an in-between of the AAA Spider-Mans, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy stuff, 
and the mobile shit. Mm-hmm. And at that point, this is where I think a game like this would be reimagined. A beat-em-up. A beat-em-up, but starring, you know, Spider-Man, X-Men, some of the street-tier uh, Marvel characters. Throw Daredevil in there or something. Like, mm. a beat-em-up with the street-level Marvel characters. Punisher? Yeah, Punisher. Uh, I don't like her, but you could throw in Elektra. You definitely could, because you could have an alternate to Wolverine in a lot of ways. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you know, throw in all these kind of characters. Make kind of a Shredder's Revenge-esque 2D beat-em-up with these Marvel characters. Um, that's what I would do if my reimagining. And make Arcade the main villain, because he's really easy to have a main villain for a no pun intended arcade style game yeah so you could you could easily do a lot of that taking the story taking the idea but no uh this game doesn't need to be you you know i i guess if they wanted to drop it on the super nintendo store cool you know someone maybe would want to play it you know they they have a lot of games like it so well it has save states so now it could be like damn it load damn it load that's true and when you'd have when you'd have emulation save state that actually might help it so like remastering potentially or just dropping it, fine. I don't really need to remake. The story's interesting, and you could do stuff with it, and I'm always down for interesting ideas of collabing and crossing over and, and making stuff with licenses. Spider-Man and the X-Men together is interesting. We don't... Despite the attempts of many studios trying to cross them over in games over and over and again, mm-hmm. this is one of the few times they actually did it. <laughs> Reminder of the cancelled Spider-Man Wolverine game that was going to be a sequel to Web of Shadows. Mm-hmm. I'm yes, I'm still angry about that. <laughs> so there, there, there's room to, to to reimagine something out of this concept, but I think pretty unanimously, I don't think any of us really are ever going to be clamoring for no, no. more if, from this. Even it, even from the level of Mason hating it to me being like, it's fine type of thing. That 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 there's not going to be any. any none of us are clamoring despite that for. A new game using this sort of thing. Yeah, they dropped the ground up remake on the next Nintendo Direct, and the response is, "Why the fuck?" So, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, that's Spider-Man and the X-Men Arcades Revenge on the revenge Super Nintendo. For? I just realized that. What's he getting revenge for? The X-Men did something to him. I don't know. Beat him. And <laughs> did, did, did was there an arcade episode in the animated series? And this is probably I don't know. <laughs> I bet that's what this is. Is like it's it's technically a sequel to that. Oh, but what do you guys think? Do you like this game? Do you like this style of game? Uh, are you old? Are you young? And that would be very important to know the differentiate differentiation of what you would think of this game. Well, you can let us know by sending us an email to bleepyouplaying at gmail dot com. That's bleepyouplaying at gmail dot com. And if you'd like to uh, torture Mason and have us play other games like this, well, you can tell us to play those games by subscribing to our Super Bleep Head tier over on Patreon. Patreon.com slash WhatTheBleep. $15 a month and we will play and or watch whatever you uh, suggest for us as long as it doesn't break the bank. And we'll be back uh, next time. Next time it's time to play the music. It's time to light the lights. I liked it.